A bit about the business first. Insurance? That's correct, yes. What kind? House, my car, all of the above? What? Life? Yes, sir. Home and auto insurance and also life, but my niche has always been agriculture. Farm insurance. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And and, and your office is up there on Millage? That's correct. It's at 325 North Millage. And and you're deciding now to make a run for county commission. This is your first foray into politics. You ever run for anything before? I have not. This is my no, first attempt. Student body president, none of that stuff. This is your- <laughs> No, the only thing I've ever run for was back in high school, but that was a long time ago. So, <laughs> What prompted this? Uh, what, what, what do you see, an opening here? What do you see here? Well, what prompted me to do this is Athens is a wonderful town, um, but like any town, Athens has got its issues um, and the three that I want to focus on and uh, that I've got on my website those being uh, poverty uh, historic preservation and maintaining the um, the unique culture that is Athens and um, my besides that um, education um, I think with my particular skill set um, that there's a lot that I could bring to the community and a lot that I could do for the community. Let, let's start picking those off then one at a time. First off, you mentioned a website. Where? Uh, CarlBlunt.com. CarlBlunt.com. Put a lot of thought into that one. That's Blunt, right. by the way, B-L-O-U-N-T. That's correct, Carl yes. with a C. CarlBlunt.com. Uh, okay, let, let's look at these. Poverty. Uh, I remember that this dates back to, and I'm sure you'll remember this, dates back to the Heidi Davidson years uh, when she was mayor of Athens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, what did they, I, I've already forgotten now. Partners for a Prosperous Athens or some mm-hmm. such. The idea yes, that we would form this initiative and take on a poverty rate, which was at that time uh, 29 30%. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very high for a city of its size, among the highest in the country. Uh, after the effort, such as it was, it's actually gotten worse. And that's not blaming anybody. They had a recession. You might have heard about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things got worse. Uh, and to this day, things are bad. The poverty rate now, what, I, I haven't looked it up in, what, 35 36 37% as, as we define yes. poverty. Uh how are you going to fix it? What do you do? What's the, more to the point, what's the role of local government in addressing this problem? Well, and even if you strip out the student population, which a lot of people mentioned that we should be doing when we're talking about this, if I'm not mistaken, you're still looking at a 25 sure. or excuse me, a 28 percent poverty yep, rate. Exactly right. Um, and you know the poverty rate where it stands. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is something like we're fourth highest in the state. Mm-hmm. You know, between all the counties. Um, it's, there's a lot of things that you hear about when the subject comes up um, about along the lines of look, this is just something that we have to deal with in this town. You know, poverty in general has been getting worse, unfortunately, in this country for the last 15 years. Um, Real wages basically stagnated in the late 70s. So, you know, this isn't something that's just unique to Athens. You know, it's something that a lot of communities are dealing with. Now, having said that, I just don't think that that's just something that we can just take as inevitable. You know, that Athens is just going to have poverty. There are a number of things that we can do to address this issue. Uh, let, me, let me stop you there, and you'll talk about what those are. But I first want to, and I remember having this conversation with folks back in, back in the Heidi Davidson days. Let's first of all define what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Are we trying to make people more comfortable in their poverty, or are we trying to get people out of poverty? I would say what we're trying to do is get people out of poverty. Because if you, because if you look at our unemployment rate, Athens basically has 
we everyone who wants a job has a job. It's typically, it's, the second lowest every month, second lowest unemployment rate in the state behind Gainesville. Yes, and correct. And that's because Gainesville has both the governor and the lieutenant governor, I think. It's not just anything to do with Carl Blunt running for the Athens Clark County Commission. All right, so, so by way of solution, what do we do? I think what we have to do, number one, is we have to bring jobs to this community. I, I think, and that is by far and away, number one. We have got to be bringing in good-paying jobs into Athens and the Athens area where these people who are no longer even in the workforce, because that's why they're not showing up in those unemployment roles, have got a place where they can go and work and earn a decent wage and be able to pull themselves out of poverty. And anything and everything that the local government can do to encourage business development, we should be doing. Is the local government, in your estimation, doing things that stand in the way of local business development? We keep seeing and we keep hearing about and everybody points out every time it happens. Oh, there goes another business crossing into Oconee mm-hmm. County, Hobby Lobby, among mm-hmm. the latest. Uh, and there'll be others. Is that a function of local government? In the particular case of the buildup that you've had out at 316 in the Loop, I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, if if you just look at it from a common sense viewpoint... You have the intersection of the road going to Atlanta and the loop. That just seems to be a perfect place mm-hmm. to have that sort of development. You know, the Atlanta Highway, unfortunately, is not the highway to Atlanta. 316 is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear constantly those kind of developments, they will follow the new. And they are following the new at this point. Um, so I don't know that it's necessarily a- Athens is pushing those businesses away. They're just gravitating towards those areas. And in talking with people around town, business leaders, some of these people that do business all over the country, if not the world, I mean, yes, I've heard what I'm sure you've heard, that Athens can be a very difficult place mm-hmm. to do business, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know that I necessarily believe that. I mean, there are definitely things that I'm sure any place can do better to make business that much easier but i don't buy into the fact that in that athens is a bad place to do business i i just do not believe that carl blunt with his candidate for a seat on the athens clark county commission so that being said if government isn't the problem or at least to the extent that some people suggest it is uh what can government be by way of offering a solution i think anything i think first of all we need to be listening to business leaders. You know, we need to be listening to business leaders and asking them, you know, what can we do to make the Athens area more enticing for you to be able to expand your business or bring your business into the area? Um, now, at the same time, you know, I'm not saying we should necessarily turn the town solely over to the business interests. I mean, we all, why, who is electing persons like myself, if I am elected, are the people. You know, we obviously have to listen to them and what they're interested in. Um, but I think, again, if poverty, in, in my estimation it is, is our biggest issue, we have got to have good-paying jobs in this town. Carl Blunt in studio with us this morning, insurance executive here in town. Uh, all right, we had our conversation on your website, carlblunt.com. Uh, three major things you want to talk about over the course of the campaign, uh, the 70 days remaining in the campaign, 71. Uh, poverty, we just had that discussion. Historic preservation, and I can see where these two could kind of dovetail together. Preserving what you say and see is a unique culture for Athens, Clark County. Let's start with the historic preservation, because that can get folks bent out of shape pretty quickly. Folks can get yes, really can. heated and passionate about that stuff. Uh, first of all, let's define what we're talking about. What do we mean by historic preservation? Certain neighborhoods, certain types of architecture, what are we talking about? 
Well, specifically to the District 7 area, which encompasses a lot of five points, five points. but is by no means the entirety of five points, um, as I'm sure you're well aware, the issues that have arisen over the last year about the going in into the five points area uh, area and either rehabilitating or completely tearing down homes and building new ones. That's that's what I'm thinking about when I'm saying things like historic All right. preservation. All right. Uh, in which direction do you want to take us? Uh, and how do we, and I said, let me phrase the question this way or try to. Everything, it seems to be, and I think most folks would even agree, is a question of balance. Striking the right balance between the rights of property owners and the rights of people who aren't property owners but but have an interest, a stakeholder's interest even in a lot of cases, of preserving the integrity of neighborhoods and historic structures. And I, you took the word right out of my mouth, balance. I, that is the key here right. because you're absolutely right. You can get what, the, what is balanced to me is somebody else going off the deep end. And yeah, you can see exactly. how that can be a problem. Well, and, you know, let's back up for a minute and just look at this also, you know, because – this is a good problem to have. What we have in the Five Points area, and it's not just Five Points. You have it in multiple neighborhoods around town. Exactly. You have areas that have historical significance. You have areas where people are willing to come in and um, in these areas spend vast amounts of money for these homes, and the vast majority of them are going in there and rehabilitating them and making them available for generations to come. And knowing what they're doing, I mean, they're not going in blindly. They know what's in place by way of restrictions and codes and the rest of it. Right, exactly. Um, but in terms of what I'm, where I'm going with this is, is that we're going to have to take a hard look as a community and say, all right, what do we want our community to look like? Um, and I think we've got to come up with a idea in speaking with the people that actually live in these communities. That's who we should be focused on as a commission. I don't think we should necessarily be telling them what we're going to do. We need to be listening to what they're looking for. Um, and I think the key is going to be making sure that those structures that do have um, architectural and um, interest that are worth preserving are preserved, but at the same time you know, I'm not, I don't necessarily want to die on a hill over a 1960s brick ranch home. <laughs> I mean, now there's anything wrong with no, those, no, but, but yeah. I mean, you know, you have to have, again, to go back to the word we're using, balance, and how we're going to evaluate and, and, these and, things. And, and things that are very specifically defined, I would think. Right. To use your example, a 1960s, 70s ranch house, maybe a wonderful house, but it's not in any, I don't think, any sense that we'd use that word historic. Right, exactly. By the same token, something that's old is not by default historic. That's correct, yes. I mean, something that is just old is not necessarily worth preserving, you know, given the look of it and given, um, given uh, at also at the same time, you know, what it's state may be i sure. mean if it's if you've got very little of the historical part of the home left mm. after you know numerous renovations or whatnot then you know we're, we might not be talking about something that we're that's worth preserving necessarily carl blunt with us candidate for district seven on the athens clark county commission uh, and again to dovetail you say you want to preserve this unique culture of athens which again is a very subjective thing i, I mean I, I i know what i see and I see this community, segments of it, 
lose their minds when somebody talks about putting a Walmart downtown, somebody, which is ultimately happened. Somebody puts a Starbucks downtown and we all go crazy uh, because suddenly we're losing some kind of funky vibe we think we have. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what people mean sometimes when they say that. What do you mean when you say that? Preserving the culture of Athens. What is the culture of Athens? Culture is one of those things, especially when you're talking about a place like Athens that not to evade your mm. evade answering this, but it's difficult to, to define. Yeah. You know, it's I say that I mean subjective, that's what it is. It, exactly. You know, it's it's that feeling you get when you're walking around downtown. You know, it's that mm. feeling you get just interacting with your friends and neighbors. You know, it's I think if nothing else, what makes Athens and a lot of college towns so unique is that you bring together people from all over, from all walks of life. And all ages. parts of the planet. <laughs> political backgrounds mm-hmm. and we all find a way to get along you know that's what you know for the most part mm-hmm. that's what to me is wonderful about and Auburn fans we could do without but well that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes sir I don't know I disagree <laughs> with that <laughs> I've always said this about that uh that this unique culture even you, you, yeah college towns have this typically or frequently have this kind of vibe to them one of the things that makes Athens unique even there and I look around the country, the, the colleges that the University of Georgia would consider peer institutions, big schools, 30,000 plus students. Not many of them exist in towns that don't have interstates. You know, I-20 to the south, I-85 to the north, but no interstate rolls into Athens. If you want to see homogenous America, just ride up and down an interstate. Every mm-hmm. town looks like every other town. I think Athens has been allowed to grow off an interstate and is. I don't know what you could do to change that other than run an interstate through downtown, and that's probably not going to happen. No, I would not think so either. I mean, I, I can never seem to remember. There's that interstate that's always talked about running from Savannah to Knoxville. Yeah, that was back in the Max Burns congressional days. Right. Yeah, they're going to run that. That's not going to happen. I, there's, no way, no. there's no way you're going to no. get that interstate over the mountains. No. So, yeah. so no, I, I think Athens is, is, is just that place that kind of grew up without that and, and is going to be unique despite your best efforts or worst efforts or anybody else's. I, I think we've got that, by, good, bad or otherwise, that's that's the situation that is Athens. That said, we do have the de- pressures of development uh, it, downtown and elsewhere, neighborhoods and elsewhere. Uh, I suppose you'd say it comes back to that word we raised a moment ago, balance. Correct, yes, sir. And, you know, you also, it's, it's just amazing to see the growth that's going on in North Georgia. I'm, I'm originally, I'm, 39 years old. I grew up in a town just below Augusta, Georgia, called Waynesboro, which mm-hmm. is in Burke County. Yeah. And Plant that, that's that's correct, exactly. Um, and it is it is amazing to come from an area like that and to a place like Athens, North Georgia in general. Just the in terms of the economic activity. Well, imagine and, me. I'm from South Georgia, Southwest Georgia. We're, we're, yeah. yeah, I mean, places down there lose population. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same way with the area mm-hmm. I'm from. I think, I can't remember, well, we refer to it as a CSRA, but mm-hmm. the county's in and around Central Augusta. Savannah River area. You got it. Yeah. I think in the last Georgia Trend magazine that looked at the various mm-hmm. regions of Georgia, I think every, almost every single county in the area where I'm from lost population. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that where I'm going with this is, is, we have basically Atlanta and Charlotte are growing together. And I mean, Athens, it seems like every year that goes by, we just get closer and closer <laughs> to being a suburb of Atlanta. And I think when I say these things and when I'm talking with folks that say similar things, that's what we're referring to. We want to make sure that Athens doesn't become just another 
suburb of there. I, I've heard it said I've been here 20 years, and I've been hearing it every year for 20 years. We don't want to be Gwinnett County. Okay, I mean, the pluses and minuses about Gwinnett County. But, true. I mean, there, there are tools in the toolbox, about a minute and a half left here. What can local government do? Planning and zoning, land density, those. There are things local governments can do by way of setting that course. And things like what you mentioned. I mean, I think those are the most important things. Um, anything that we can do, you know, to you know, support the art scene here in town. I think one of the greatest things this town ever did was the Classic Center. You know, any the, what the Classic Center does for this town in terms of bringing in the arts, um, what it's meant to, um, going back to poverty and the economy, mm. you know, what it's meant to our local economy with the hotels that have sprung up and the various conventions that are coming in. Um, it's hard to believe, and I missed it. I, I missed it by a few years. I, I, people who are around here can tell me about it. It's hard to believe now, looking at the success that the Classic Center is, the huge fight there was. It's know, amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. I, and like I said, I missed it. Were you here for it? I was not, no, yeah. sir. But I, when you hear those stories, you yeah. just think to yourself, Lord, it's amazing that there was that much of a— you know, kerfuffle over that. You know. <laughs> First time candidate for a seat on the Athens Clark County Commission. Mention the website, Carl Blunt, B L O U N T dot com. Uh, what's this been like for you so far? And again, you're kind of a sprint here, 10 weeks to go. What's it been mm-hmm. like for you? It's been a lot of fun. Um, I was hoping that I would enjoy, but I did not think that I would have been enjoying it this much. Um, and you still got a job and a business to run. Again, you're, you're devoting time to this campaign. Not Plus two children. Oh, God. <laughs> Seven-year-old yeah. and an eight-year-old. Oh, good Lord. Oh, How do yeah. you manage this? I don't know. Your wife must be just... Eh. She's an absolute saint. <laughs> she is an absolute saint. Well, again, uh, the election, 71 days away, the early voting, we should say, starts on uh, April 30th. Carl Blunt, carlblunt.com, running for the District 7 seat on the athens Clark County Commission. I uh, said you'd be, you're not taking part in it, but be at that forum tonight, Mayor's Forum. At the library, uh, yes. the three mayoral candidates, folks can can see you and meet you there. Thanks for dropping in this morning, and we'll do this again at least once, twice more between now and election day. I'm sure. Carl Blunt, thanks for dropping out this morning. Thank you, Tim.